Everyone, remain calm. Yeah, ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. And later there's running and screaming. Somebody talk to me, what is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. You're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. You want to consult here or in my bungalow? <laughs> Hold on to your butt. Well, we're back. Hello and welcome to the 127th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. Bear with me this week, my voice is kind of going in and out, so let's hope I make it through this one. In this episode, we have a bunch of really interesting news to cover. I'll give a brief overview of the two most recent trailer teaser clips that debuted online and on Sunday Night Football. They're teasing the trailer that's debuting December 7th, this Thursday, so they gave us our first glimpse at what we're going to see in that trailer. But then we're going to jump into our monthly Jurassic Mailbag segment with none other than Jennifer Tarek. This past month, we got a ton of questions from fellow listeners, and of course, this segment, as usual, is full of non-answers, mostly gibberish, and the usual lack of professionalism that we've descended to in the mailbag segment for the course. All right, well, I've got a packed episode for you this week, so why don't we get this one started off with a bit of Jurassic news from around the world. 18 minutes and your company catches up on 10 years of research. Access rate program. Access security. These pictures were taken in hospital in Costa Rica 48 hours ago. I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but look. Boy, my head being right all the time. But today, I guarantee it. Just this past week, our friend Michael Pierce and the crew over at Jurassic Explorer debuted a tour of Jurassic Explorer, the final version, and in that tour video they announced that the project has finally released for everybody to enjoy. Well, just first, actually, it's the uh, PC users that can enjoy it just now. I think the Mac version is coming online soon, but the final version of the experience is ready for everybody to enjoy. It's so amazing looking. I did the voiceover in the tour video just recently, and uh, the tour video came out great. I think he, uh, Michael did a great job putting that together, and it really showcases all the amazing parts of that experience. If you head to our show notes, you'll actually find a link to a post that we made last week about this experience and how you can download it, how you can watch the tour video, and uh, make sure you watch it, share it around, tell everybody you know, go download this thing and check it out. This next one popped up via Jurassic Outpost. They found a link to an official augmented reality Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom book that's coming out in May of 2018. It uh, sounds really cool, so I'm gonna go ahead and read from the description right here. Carlton's official augmented reality book is jam-packed with exclusive movie imagery and background facts and lets you experience original Jurassic World dinosaurs through mind-blowing next-generation, fully interactive, 
digital magic. Learn how to bond with and train Alpha Velociraptor Blue, then use her as a protector and a guide as you encounter other dinosaurs throughout the app. From brand new movie dinosaur characters, including awesome Baryonyx and a terrifying new hybrid breed, to old favorites like T-Rex and Stegosaurus, this Jurassic World AR book will wow readers all over again. So yeah, that sounds actually really awesome, and it gives us a clue that there's going to be a Baryonyx in this movie, which uh, we might talk about a little bit more later on. So if you want to find out more details about this, head to our show notes for a link to Jurassic Outpost. <laughs> Next up here, this one comes from the JP Collection on Instagram. It's the Funko Pop upcoming Jurassic Park figures that actually have the release date of March 15th. Uh, so that's really cool to find out. So let me run down this list here. It looks like we have John Hammond, Dennis Nedry, Dilophosaurus, Tyrannosaurus Rex, Velociraptor, Dr. Ian Malcolm, Dr. Alan Grant, and a Jeep. Uh, so that's really cool. It is missing any female characters, which is strange, aside from the dinosaurs, of course. But uh, no Ellie Sattler, no Lex Murphy. Um, so that's interesting. Maybe Ellie is in the Jeep one. It could be uh, It could be the Jeep chase from the T-Rex with Muldoon and Ellie in there. I don't know. We'll have to find out. And uh, that's, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm really happy with this list, aside from the fact that it, it is missing Ellie there. That's kind of a disappointment. No representation, which is strange. You know, after all the representation issues from Jurassic World, you'd think they kind of correct these issues, but not yet. So I don't know what's going on here, but Funko does seem to be making some cool figures, missing out on others, but we'll have to wait and see, apparently March 15th. Head to our show notes to find the link to that picture on Instagram. Here we have an update from Jennifer Tarek via BDH Network totally losing my voice and uh this is actually about chris and bryce they're gonna be on ellen this week on december 5th this tuesday uh so expect something jurassic world related there it actually says in the synopsis on their website from that episode that the extremely talented chris pratt and bryce dallas howard are here today the two star in the highly anticipated new film jurassic world fallen kingdom hold on to your hat because this is gonna be a blast. Uh, I feel like that was a missed opportunity to say hold on your butts, but instead they went with hold on to your hat. Okay, that's fine. Anyway, check this out. Um, I don't know what channel Ellen's on. I don't watch it, but I'm losing my voice, so I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> this is crazy. Okay, so December 5th this Tuesday, watch it. Well, this is not an update, but it's me telling you that I'm still losing my voice. And I guess this is what just happens when I'm sitting here by myself, you know, talking to myself. Not gonna say it. Okay. Oh, oh there it is. There it is. Mommy's very angry. This is gonna be the pit No, I'm, I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. Is that good? You find it? Fantastic. Just the part they didn't like. I believe I've spent enough time in the company of death. Hang on, this is gonna be bad. All right, I'm back here. Uh, we're gonna discuss these two clips that were released online and uh, via like Sunday Night Football uh, for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Now these are the first, I guess, official clips. We got that one just recently with Chris Pratt and the baby Velociraptor. 
um, but we don't know exactly how that fits into the whole thing here. But these two are official teasers for the trailer. Uh, this is the world we live in where you get a teaser to a trailer. Um, but if you don't want to know anything about these, if you don't want to know what imagery is being displayed here, what kind of scenarios they're getting into, you can go ahead and skip ahead a few minutes. This is going to be pretty short because, as I mentioned before, I'm losing my voice, and if I keep talking, it's going to get worse, and you don't want to hear that. So I'm going to save it for when the trailer actually debuts uh, later in the week. But um, let's start here with the one from uh, Uni uh, what is it? Uh, Universal Pictures UK. It, uh, it's the first one that features Chris Pratt running away from something. Screaming run, we don't know what it is at first, upon first glance. But then we see that this, uh, you know, we've been talking about it here on the podcast for a while, kind of assuming, and even before we heard any rumors and whatnot, we always assumed that uh, something like this would happen. But, you know, you see the volcano exploding, or the island exploding, and uh, there's like fireballs raining down, but... The main thing that's happening here is all these these herds of dinosaurs are storming away from this explosion, and uh, yeah, Chris Pratt is yelling, yelling, yeah, relling, nope, not a thing, yelling, run uh, to Bryce Dallas Howard and Justice Smith. We get our first glance of Justice Smith here in an official capacity. Uh, I don't know much about his role at the moment, but hopefully we'll learn much, uh, something about that soon on maybe on Thursday even. Um, but it's really awesome. We see it looks like a bunch of Gallimimus, Pteranodons, uh, I don't know what that one looks like. It looked too big to be a, um, Compi, but maybe like a Coelophysis. That would be pretty awesome if that's what that was. Yeah, that's what it kind of looks like. I mean, maybe it's a, it might be just a perspective. It could be a Compi, but it looks a little too big to me. Um, we see a bunch of Apatosaurus, Stegosaurus. I think there's a Triceratops in there somewhere. Um, and then the cool part is that they go and hide behind a bunch of wooden logs, really dead-looking wood, and a, uh, a gyrosphere that's actually, I guess, been abandoned at some point. And uh, they uh, they picked sort of like a bad spot, I think. They, they didn't choose wisely because there's a stegosaurus charging through. On the other side, <laughs> there's a triceratops, a bunch of uh, smaller dinosaurs, and the, the apatosauruses are flying through ankylosaurs it's just craziness there's one here you know i'm looking on the left hand side it looks too big to be uh it, yeah because at the same time almost a gallimimus rides by rides i don't know runs but there's something bigger uh i don't know if it's a velociraptor maybe even bigger than that actually so i'm not too sure what that is but they're hiding essentially just behind the gyrosphere. Luckily, that thing's still intact. Convenient, I know. But uh, that's about it. I mean, it's just uh, a lot of crazy effects, smoke smoldering in the jungle as Chris Pratt is running. Everybody looks out of breath already. So they they know some bad stuff's going down. The, the jungle is on fire and smoke everywhere, like I said. And, man, this is just craziness. Uh, but the one thing I, I get from this is, you know, you always hear about animals having, you know, a, a different sense of when to run and hide and get away from dangers like natural disasters and stuff. And I'm thinking they're a little too late here. So I don't know if these dinosaurs had no instinct, uh, but they just uh, they're running as it's happening. So maybe some left behind. Some were a little bit dumber than the others. Maybe they didn't evacuate on their own. But uh, they're, they're running out of places to go because there is 
there's lava and uh, you know essentially like meteors like raining down on them so that's it that's that's that clip there um, let me move on to the next one now I don't know I didn't watch these on TV um, so that first one I believe just was from Twitter or, or online it is on the uh, YouTube page as well but the next one I found via Carter from the Lost World he actually recorded his TV I guess when this one aired live and this um, let me try to start it from the beginning here um, this one features Chris Pratt again looking up towards that uh, explosion two different scenes and uh, we see it again but uh, there's a bunch of text in between everything here but um, one of the more interesting shots is we get to see Bryce and Jessa Smith in looks like some sort of maintenance shed. It looks very reminiscent of the maintenance sheds or the uh, the underground areas in Jurassic Park. So I'm sure Jurassic World had these utili- utilidors around there as well. But uh, it's a very orange glow, maybe like some emergency lights going off. And there, there's a dinosaur that's coming through a tunnel as well. And this uh, looks like the same place because Bryce and Justice are very uh, scared looking, to be honest. And this dinosaur lumbers out. It's, it is nasty looking. It, uh, everybody's saying it's a baryonyx. I don't know. Sure, whatever. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Um, but it's snarling, it looks like, and it's got some nasty drool hanging from its mouth. I don't know if it just ate something or it's got some wicked virus, but it's disgusting looking. It actually reminds me of the uh, Troodons from Jurassic Park, the game. It's given off a lot of vibes like that. I don't know if you guys remember that at all. But I specifically remember being, I, I think, down in those like maintenance areas, and you had you were t- you know controlling the characters and these Truodons. Uh, I forget what was up with them, but they were like zombie looking. They had these crazy glowing eyes, and I'm pretty sure they were drooling all over the place. This sort of looks like that more so. And um, you know, I was looking at the Baryonyx imagery on the website, the Jurassic World website and stuff, and it looks very different than what we see here. So maybe there's just a different breed, a different style. Um, some people are guessing the uh, the Indoraptor, which we've heard about, uh, you know, here and there. It, uh, I think that might be a little bit different than what we see here. But um, whether it's a Baryonyx or something else, maybe a Troodon, that would be really cool. Um, either way, it's so disgusting and so awesome looking. I can't wait to see what it is. But the uh, uh, the other shot here towards the end is uh, Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard opening up the back of a truck, like a transport truck, and inside is a sleeping or knocked out Tyrannosaurus Rex, and it looks like Rexy herself. Um, There has been leaked images around the web at some point of something very similar to this. Looks a bit different though, to be honest, so I don't know, they they maybe touched it up. Um, But we see a sleeping Rex here, which is crazy. It's, oh man, I'm just like dying to know how they got that in there. Was it some sort of Roland Tembo style scenario thing where they, you know, they tranked it and they put it in there? I'm assuming. Um, but what is happening? Like, why is it in this container? It looks like an open container, maybe on the top. Um, some bars. It looks like a little, you know, cage of sorts. Maybe not little, big. Um, but it looks crazy. And I don't know why it's there or where it's going. And then the trailer, not the trailer, the teaser ends with Chris Pratt saying, this is gonna be awesome. Wow, my voice sounds great, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, so th- this is gonna be awesome. And he's looking, uh, it looks like he's in a similar area. He's There's like a, a truck behind him 
and uh, looks similar to the truck that we saw just with the Rex in it. But uh, why is he saying it? This is going to be awesome. Because if he's looking at that Rex in, in that type of scenario, I don't think he'd be saying this is going to be awesome. I feel like he's just like, there's like some truck pulled up with some sick motorcycles and he's like, this is going to be awesome. Can't wait to ride that thing. And I don't know. That's my guess. <laughs> it's a wild guess. It's my no voiced guess. Uh, but I don't know if anybody is even listening to this at this point after hearing my horrible voice. Uh, but those are the two clips, and I am super excited to see what happens on Thursday with this trailer release. Hopefully it's a nice, lengthy trailer. We could probably get a, a refresh to some of these scenes, maybe some more context, maybe some characters, more, more characters revealed. I'm still, you know, banking on Ian Malcolm being in there at some point, maybe a voiceover, like a last glimpse at the end of the trailer, maybe even. Um, but this is going to be exciting. This is going to be really awesome. So this uh, this is debuting at Thursday Night Football. And uh, I know you'll all probably be watching. I don't know if I'm going to be watching any football, but I'll be fine. I'll find the trailer somewhere. Don't worry. I think it'll be online really quick. So uh, that's that. So I hope you enjoyed that. And stay tuned. You know, we didn't really talk about any of this stuff. We recorded prior to any of these teasers, aside from the Raptor and, and uh, Owen one. We saw that and talked about that for a few but uh, we didn't talk about any of this stuff in the Jurassic Mailbag segment. So stay tuned for that, and I hope you enjoyed this. I'm not a computer nerd. I prefer to be called a hacker. Aren't you supposed to be a genius or something? I can't get Jurassic Park back online without Dennis Dendron. Incorporating all the latest technologies. We shouldn't be here, and there's five dinosaurs. How many Sarahs do you think are on this island? Hello, everybody. It is December, and we're back again for another Jurassic Mailbag segment. And I'm joined, as usual, with my co-host for this segment, Jennifer Tarek. How you doing? Hey, welcome to the work bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the inside out of, um, you know podcasting is sometimes you got to do it from a bathroom you know it, it sounds good the acoustics are good right i guess so it's spacious it's bigger than the room i normally do it in so <laughs> it's good <laughs> it, this wouldn't be podcasting without some sort of internet issues or space issues or something like that so uh, you know we made it somehow we're here i don't know how long this is going to last but we we're here at least for december it's feeling very cold and chilly out i see some snow coming down i think we're ready for this I mean, if the podcast ended right now, you could still release it because it happened. Look, we I got think, it working. I think people just want to hear your voice. That's all it comes down to. And this month, I'm you get sure. the chance. I guarantee it's not that. <laughs> That's probably I don't know. Them. I feel like every every voicemail or every call or uh, email we get is all about Jen. Jen, 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 Jen. Whether it's, you know, not watching The Lost World. That's one thing. See? But that aside you're definitely you know super welcomed here and everybody wants to hear your you know your responses so ah that's so nice yeah. i'm excited i'm excited to see what december brings i know nothing what, too what? uh you know holiday oriented it's all just normal drastic questions here and there so you know i i got to apologize here i don't think we've ever read this before but i i must have missed it um back in like september maybe i i'm not sure if i read this so ricky you'll have to to you know hit me up on twitter or whatnot and let me know if we actually did this it sounds somewhat familiar but maybe i read it i don't know but i'll, I'll bypass that for now just in case i actually did it but i do have a voicemail 
uh, from Ricky here. So why don't we actually start off with that one? So uh, let's take a listen. Wow. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's Ricky here. Um, it's actually my first time calling in. Last time I wrote you guys, I think, back in October to the mailbag. But uh, anyway, just wanted to keep good on my word and give you guys a dinosaur call like I promised. Hopefully it wasn't too bad, though. Um, anyway, I had a quick question. I'm currently halfway through um, The Lost World, the book, and I was just wondering what your thoughts of um, oh, no. compared to the movie were. If you Why? Were. Obviously, it's a lot, uh, a lot different than the movie, but it's still pretty good so far. Um, I know Jen won't have a whole lot of input on this. And <laughs> she's got a Lost World boycott going on, but... Uh, I still had to ask. <laughs> also, uh, never in the up the good work, and um, that's it, man. Appreciate it. You guys rock. See ya. Um. Well, wow. sorry, Jen. Will you want to kick it off? All <laughs> normal here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I uh, thank you, Ricky. There, that was a great call, and uh, you know, I actually that's a great idea. I think we should like implement that. If anybody's gonna call in. You guys better be like growling or roaring or doing something that sounds dinosaur-ish. That was that was pretty awesome. I was a little concerned. I'm like, what what's happening? Is that it? Is that the call? Like, I thought it was just gonna end right there. <laughs> I don't know. Just wanted to, just wanted to give you that dinosaur roar. That's it. Have a good day, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was expecting. But and then it follow up with a question I cannot answer. So th- this is great start. Well, Great. look, I mean, he, he mentioned it, so he's he's at least pinpointing the fact that he knows you're not going to give it too much of an answer. And to be honest, I'm not either, really. I, I don't have um, – I haven't read this book in, in a while. It's been oh, – what, 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 how long has it been? It's probably been like uh, – I hate to say it, but like 10 years. <laughs> it's been a little while. Um, but and I you just, can't remember it enough look, to answer? Look, I don't know what I did yesterday, Jen. <laughs> I really don't. I have or no five clue. Minutes ago. I have no clue. Look, look. I I know the movies inside and out. I know you know broad general sense of the books here and there. Um, I know a little bit more about the original book, but uh, this one it, it, it's like a blur to me at this point. I don't I don't know why. I've read it several times. I don't know why it's such a blur, but I do. You know, I know I know that there's you know vast differences between the the movie and the book, and I I think. I think the, you know, I think the movie um, hits me a lot better. I think I, I love the movie a lot better. And this, the same goes for the other, the original book, too. I love the movie better. Um, I guess it's just more um, digestible, you know, as a, a, you know, a movie medium than it is the book for me. Um, I do love reading, and I don't know what it is about that one, but I found that one to be very slow at times. Um, and, yeah, I just, I feel like the story was a bit more disjointed. But maybe that's just me. Maybe I wasn't connecting with it as much as the first book or whatnot. But, you know, it just it felt a little convenient at times. And there's there's so many characters. And and um, also, I think for that book, I probably read that one, I would assume, after the movie came out. Same with the uh, yeah, probably same with the first book after the first two movies came out. Um, I was a late reader. You know, give me a break. I, uh, I, Jen, I don't think you're reading yet. You still don't re- know how to read. Is that 
Is no, that it? You I don't. don't know how... I don't know how to read yet. Okay. You're ahead of me. <laughs> I'm. I'm at like a fourth grade level right now. Currently, <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm at fourth grade. I, that's probably true, but. Um, I'm. I'm not there. You're. You're way more advanced. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It, it's it's a tough read, but uh, I I do love it. I think it's it's dark and it connects a lot to, you know, all the all four movies in a way. And I don't know, I Ricky, maybe I got to dive back into this. It's about time. And I I've had I've had so many people either call right or tweet us or message us somewhere and just say like, you guys you guys got to talk more about the books. And it's just you know no fault of my or no 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 fault of my own. No, completely my fault because I haven't read them in a while. So. <laughs> I feel like I'm just ranting What's myself happening? here. I, I don't know. I really don't know. This is what happens. I think you went to a third grade level. You just dropped <laughs> a little. You know, this is what happens when I record by myself and I realize, hey, I'm talking to myself this whole time. And this is all one very long outtake. Except this time it's not. It's actually going live. Because there's no editing this segment. So, you know, Ricky got a very never offline response from me. So with much less cursing, that's for sure. But um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's that's my response. So uh, I'll get back to you, Ricky, on that one. And uh, uh, let me know about the uh, the message that, you know, it was a um, what was it? A text, which I, you know, me, I don't really know. We actually get texts. <laughs> So, you're following the second grade right now. Like, hey, you're not completing Second anything. grade. I think I have my headphones on too much, and I can't hear myself talk. So, <laughs> why don't we move on to an, an email that I'll have to read out loud. <sighs> Perfect. All right. This one is from Kat. It came via our website. We have the website contact form, so you can... You know, ask your questions there. This says, and Kat's always writing in on there, so that's awesome. Um, this one says, one of the things that really got us hooked before Jurassic World even came out was their very clear web or clever website. As you know, they mimicked a real amusement park website. My friends and I were pretty much going there every day, checking on the website. Uh, what tour would we book? What was the weather like? What does the hotel have to offer? What shows are going on, etc.? Uh, we could hardly wait for the film uh, to see the real park. They are not doing anything like that for Fallen Kingdom that I can find. Their old website is now just a basic website, not pretending to be a real theme park anymore. Like you were saying uh, on one of your recent podcasts, there isn't um, much out for the new movie at all. Have you found any clever marketing like the first Jurassic World movie? Maybe they need to hire their previous marketing company to get something going. Drop some cool stuff on social at least. Uh, so that's that email there from Kat. Thank you, Kat. That was uh, that's a, a good point that you uh, you know called out there. I think that's pretty true, right, Jen? Um, yeah, but weren't there a lot of plans to do some big viral marketing thing like that? Like they bought a lot of domains, and they're going to set yeah. up all this dinosaur saving campaign things. Yeah, what happened was... with that? I don't know. It was teased. You know, the problem with with this was we were teased with so many little pictures and little tidbits here and there very early on. And I mean, maybe not all film franchises get that opportunity really early on, but uh, they did that to us and then gave us zero things, right? Like nothing until just the other day and hopefully this week. I mean, uh, so it's very different time right now. So maybe this question is, is, is uh, hopefully going to not mean anything in the next few days. But, um, when did they last for the Jurassic World 1? When did they start all that online campaign? 
You know, I'm having a very hard time recalling what the date was or anything like that or how far um, in advance. Because are we know. still Honestly, too early for that? Maybe? I think it's still too early because, I mean, I may be completely off base, but um, I don't think so. I think the Mizrani, Mizrani, you know, Global, man, I can't talk. Uh, Mizrani Global, I'm pretty sure that came out after, like the backdoor website. Um, and the backdoor had a ton of viral stuff. And that was really for, um, you know, hardcore fans. I don't really th- think that, you know, spread out too far. It really didn't get into the, you know, mainstream culture and whatnot. The the website where you actually had to, like, you felt like a hacker. You had to get in there. You were sifting through emails through the park, um, just finding out all kinds of story, like backstory on the history of the park. Um, so that stuff, I believe, came after because they didn't really want to spoil anything. As far as, like, the Mizrani website, yeah, that came a little while in advance because they wanted to establish that character and his company and whatnot. But right now, I mean it's so vague as to what like this movie is and what it will be, but that's going to change real quick. And I think we got to leave it to Colin, you know, Colin Trevorrow said it's going to get loud, uh, very soon. So, you know, enjoy the silence. Uh, uh, the silence is over. Let's be honest. I mean, as soon as that six, six second clip hit, mm-hmm. um, you know, the internet went crazy and not just drastic internet, but the entire internet like was covering that. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's still a bit early. It doesn't feel early for us because we've been following it for years, and now <laughs> yeah, yeah. they started. We know when they started filming. We know when that ended, and it feels like forever for us that they should be like ready to go by now. But it is technically only December, and we have a whole half a year, and there's a lot of stuff they got to do, release, and promote yet before then and even this the spring i would say would probably be where everything comes out but maybe it is a tad early for in general to release those kind of websites interactive websites because i i know they have stuff that they had planned to do so maybe um we just gotta wait a little bit longer yeah all, all that like save the dino campaign stuff like frank marshall was tweeting about it like crazy and that yeah you, like you said um Isla Nublar Rescue Mission, I think, was a website that they bought. Um, there, yeah. But you're right. There was a ton that they bought, like a bunch of domains. And uh, I, as far as I know, none of them point to anything at the moment. But, you know, I think that's going to change. As soon as this trailer is released, we'll probably get some more information. Um, I know. But... I, I know that Bryce did stuff for that. I know that she filmed stuff. I know that there's stuff made for that. But mm-hmm. when they're going to actually put it together and release it, no idea. Yeah, and recently we did see them doing a lot of filming. Um, we saw them at a museum, uh, Chris and Bryce. So that hasn't been, you know, public or anything, right? Like it's just Mm-mm. whatever happened there. Like that's all they they haven't shared that. Um, also, there was yeah, and another with interview, that really right? quick. I I would say um, you could argue that maybe that was like a charity thing or just a general promotion thing, but it was actually publicized by people involved as promotion like a promotional event yeah and so i don't know that that has to get released somehow some way i yeah. would think and then there was that other interview the two of them did there was like mon- like a tv monitor or something oh, yeah, but also yeah, yeah. like black background that they were on or something like that which was like pre-recorded almost looked like you know introductions to like 
hey, you're about to see a clip from the movie or, or just talk about their time or something like that. So it seemed like interviews are being lined up for stuff like that. Um, more information. As far as like viral stuff, like you said, I don't think we're going to get that until the spring. But I, I would definitely bet on getting it. I think it's coming, but just it not has, yet. Yeah, they filmed stuff. It has to. Yeah. But I know I, I do. I agree that it feels like it should have been out like months ago. But yeah. in reality, yeah. we're still a good chunk away. So, yeah, the yeah. reality is that the mainstream audience, which you know, is not us. We're, we're the super fans, the people that are paying attention every single day. Uh, the mainstream audience uh, is a little, you know, forgetful and absent-minded and they'll, they'll see something and then forget about it. And like, you know, they'll, they'll get something in their head and it'll go right out. So they're not ready for that stuff yet. They want them, they want uh, all this marketing and everything to hit them at the perfect time. And now it's just a little too early uh, to release stuff like that, I think. But, you know, it seems like it's super late for the first trailer. It seems like, you know, it just, all this yeah. stuff seems, but it's not true. It's it's hitting the right marks. Um, so hopefully that answered that question. I don't know. Um, <laughs> let's uh, move on to the next one here. Um, this is Amy. No, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, let's go with Amy. Um, yeah. Hey guys, it's Amy. Um, hope you both had a great November. I just wanted to say that I loved both of your answers to my last question last month. Um, Jen, I was so excited to see on Twitter that you got Nedry's stress knickknack. Now all you guys need is the Lost World RV for Brad, and you guys are set to go. (laughs) Uh, This month may not be the most original question, but I thought it'd be fun to ask you guys about this. So from uh, the Jurassic Park movies, what is something you've never caught while watching one of them that someone else pointed out and it blew your mind. And it can be from any of the movies. Uh, my answer is about Jurassic Park. I found this out recently and it honestly just blew my mind. <laughs> um, while I was reading an article about Jurassic Park, uh, the author pointed out that there was a homage page to the movie Jaws. And if you look at the scene where we first see Nedry um, on one of his screens, you will see where Chief Brody is throwing chum and Joss himself pops up from the water, but it happens very quickly. It's almost like a split second. I checked it out on YouTube and it's there. I have never caught that before. I <laughs> literally have watched this movie hundreds of times from over the years, and I just, I guess I just never catch the little, the little details. <laughs> But it definitely, I I was really surprised. And it definitely makes sense because, you know, Spielberg will add subtle Easter eggs from other movies that he has directed to to other movies. Um, But it's just really impressive to me that there are fans out there that will take the time to really analyze the movie and show something cool to other fans so we can all enjoy it. So, yeah, that's my question this month. Um, I hope you both have a fantastic December and a wonderful holiday season with your loved ones. Talk to you guys later. Bye now. Wow, thank oh, you, Amy. She is so sweet. She is the <laughs> sweetest. I want to meet Amy. I, I I just think she's the sweetest thing. I know. We all got to have a meetup sometime. I don't know where oh, they're man. at. Her and Veronica. I don't know where everybody is. Ricky even. Uh, so we got to all meet up sometime. That That would be so awesome. And Amy. You know, next call, you better have a dinosaur roar, you know, coming through that <laughs> mic. I, I got to hear it next time. It's a challenge now. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> um, so what what are your thoughts on that? Do you have any things you never noticed, uh, you know, upon like an, I guess, initial viewing or something like that? Um, 
I, I was thinking, and yeah, I kind of do. But first of all, shout out to the, the dude who bought me the squeezy thing. What? How do you say his name? Yaroslav. Yes. <laughs> shout out. Oh I my know. gosh. I, <laughs> That's so awesome. I, I, came, I came home from a weekend away and it was on in my living room and I nearly cried. <laughs> it was the best day of my life almost. Thank you so much for that. That's Dude, that was amazing. A, that was a really quick turnaround. It's like, you know, oh, she needs this thing. Here it is. It's in your living room. Now you have it to enjoy forever. That's that's so awesome. And um, I am enjoying it deeply. I appreciate it. Thank yeah. You. And speaking of that, the funny thing is, you know, when you talked about that, there were so many people tweeting us and messaging us saying, I never noticed that thing before. So kudos to you for noticing it and, and realizing that it's there and that you wanted it. So many people had no clue that that thing even existed in the scene. I guess it's just one of those things that kind of slips by. And doesn't that fit perfectly in Amy's question? Because maybe that was the thing for a lot of people that it blew their mind. They just never knew it was there. <laughs> it's so funny because I noticed it. But there are things like that. I can't think of a ton off the top of my head. Um, what are, you, you, did you have one you said? Oh, yeah, I do have one. I, it's not as good as Amy's because that is a good one. <laughs> that is a good one, but yeah. I guess I, I probably do have a lot of these, actually. Just throughout the years, though, they've just soaked in so much and conditioned yeah. so much that I never... But at the time when I found them out, I probably did blow my mind. But the one that came to mind was is in Jurassic Park. And when Nedry's talking to the guy, I don't know, via Skype or like video, and it's <laughs> yeah. a pre-recorded video. And I, because you could see the, the bar going across, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I, I never noticed that in my life. And when someone pointed that out to me, just maybe a couple years ago even, that blew my mind. <laughs> but he's, isn't he, it's he's not as talking good as to Amy him. He's talking to him hmm? on the phone, right? Something like that. And it's supposed to be live, right? Yeah, but but I know what you're talking about because that bark goes across the bottom like it's a pre-recorded thing, like he's just watching a clip. Yeah. Yeah. That, that... blew my mind. I didn't know that. I I never noticed that before. And yeah. that that it like totally it didn't ruin the thing, but it just it took away a little bit cuz it's like, oh, it's recorded okay yeah there's there's a few um i would i would say like cgi errors and things like that that i hadn't noticed until recently i i don't i'm not even going to mention them really because if you see them you like can't unsee it and then it i don't it, it doesn't ruin anything for you but if you don't want that like in your head stuck in your head then i won't give it to you so you can search yeah. it out in your on your own if you want to find those things but there's certain instances where you know something happens, something passes through CGI, or something's not even in the screen anymore. So it, it's very funny to, when you actually realize that. Like, there's one instance where a dinosaur completely disappears. And then another one where somebody, I think, like, a tail or something goes in front of a... I forget exactly what the situation is. But there's there's circumstances like that that I didn't notice earlier. Um, for me, and it actually happened live on, like, the show one day. I forget what episode or when it happened. Um... Maybe maybe it was like the theme park episode, but I was talking with somebody and we were talking about the scene where, you know, John Hammond is in his little area in the control room and he's doing the, the voiceover, right? And you hear the voice you are hearing is Richard Kiley. We spared no expense. And then it cuts to the scene of them in the tour vehicle and you hear Richard Kiley. So my conception or, you know, was that John Hammond was doing the voice of Richard Kiley, like, like a a digital voiceover like it would transform his voice into Richard Kylie's is that true 
No, I think it's as simple as he no just. Idea. I think it's as simple as he just introduced it. He's like, "All right, guys, the voice you're about to hear is Richard Kiley. We spared no expense." And cue Richard Kiley. Then he starts talking. But the way I always, I don't know why, I always viewed it as like, it's transforming um, his voice. It's a voice changer. And mm. I don't know why I thought that because it's so absurd. That is such a long way around things. Like, I, I know, who thinks I know, that way? I don't know. It's, I mean, it, hopefully that's in line with what you mean there. But that's sort of what, what I uh, experienced. And I don't know why I thought that. And it's just so obvious that he's just saying like, you know, you're about to hear this guy. Here he is. Take a listen. But instead, I'm like, he's he's using a robot voice and it's going through this converter and it's changing his voice into Richard Kiley's and he's sitting there. He has to sit there the entire tour and say, on your right, you're about to see a Dilophosaurus. <laughs> wow. that That's an interesting – how? How did that ever even I register that that know. could happen? You know, maybe maybe it's because later on in the in the movie you see him sitting, I think, at the same place watching the monitor with, um, you know, Ian Malcolm. He's cl- you know tapping the monitor. Uh, hello, hello. Uh, you you do happen to have dinosaurs yeah, yeah. on your dinosaur tour, um, <laughs> so maybe that's why. Like I'm like, all right, he's still sitting there. He's still doing the voiceover 20 minutes later. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Okay. I don't know. It's so strange, but that's my weird moment where I. I mean, it's not. I didn't necessarily never caught something but it's similar you know you're um, one of a kind I, I really think you're the only one that thought that ever yeah, yeah but i you know I, I i've been meaning to do it and me and fede we talked about him i think last episode he has yeah. like a giant list of misconceptions um and i think he maybe at one time gathered some or something like that but we were gonna do that episode where we just talk about things that we thought you know one way and then it turned out it was the complete opposite so I want to um, see that. I want to hear that. I want to see that, Brad. Yeah, I want to hey. see the reenact it. <laughs> reenact it, yeah. I, I want to hear that. That would be neat. <laughs> well, hopefully someday. We, you know, we talked about trying to do that, so that would be a really fun one because I look like a complete idiot when I said that. And it's true, and that's what I thought. I don't care. You know, laugh at, awesome. at me at you, uh, yeah. Laugh at me if you want. There you go. Laugh at that yeah. as well because I'm dumb and I can't We all talk. do. <laughs> we all laugh. It's, it's what we do here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on to another email. This one is from Carl. He says, Hi, Brad and Jen. Longtime listener, first time writer. Love the show. I was watching Jurassic World for the millionth time, and I realized that even the uh, even though the Indominus is the clear antagonist of the whole movie, I can't help but feel sorry for it by the time the credits roll. The Indominus never asked to be created, and the park scientists slash staff did a terrible job raising it and keeping it in isolation and not allowing it to properly hunt. The animal just acted instinctively as a pre- as any predator would have in that scenario. To top it all off, the way it got bitten and scratched at by Blue and Rexy must have been painful. And then to die by drowning with a Mosasaur isn't exactly a great way to go. No, it's not. Um, I just can't help but feel that if the animal was properly cared for, then it wouldn't have suffered the fate it did. The whole story kind of reminds me of how some dogs and other pets in the real world aren't properly taken care of and turn out aggressive through no fault of their own. Anyway, just wanted to get your thoughts on whether or not anybody else feels a little bad for the Indominus. Thanks for listening. In parentheses, it says reading. Uh, Keep up the good work, Carl. (laughs) 
Oh, I love this question, Carl. I love this question because I think one of I talked about this maybe on my first podcast with Brad because one of my favorite things about the Jurassic franchise is the dinosaurs are never the monster or the villain. It's the people and what they do with their power and their choices they make and the morals behind it. That's the basic of a Jurassic film. And you you hit it exactly of why I love these movies and exactly how they touch human nature, and you're right. It is how you raise the dinosaur or the animal and your consequences from your decision. So I love that question. Yes. Love it. That's, see, that's the problem with the, you know, any anybody analyzing, like, films like The Lost World or Jurassic World, they they look, they don't look, on, you know, below the surface. They see the dinosaurs and that's it. That's where they stop. They see the dumb action and the stuff like that, and they're like, oh, I'm done. There's nothing else to this movie. But there's so much more, and and questions like this that that people bring up, Carl here, um, it, it's perfect because there is so much more below the surface, and something like the Indominus, there's a lot more to it, and it's not just a monster that was created. It was there's more to it, and and uh, I I definitely feel bad for it. The you know the first time I saw the movie, and I probably talked about it you know from time to time, but the first time I saw it, like I was obviously rooting against it. You know, I was like. You know, destroy this dinosaur. Don't kill the Rex. No, don't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Don't kill all the raptors. Oh, well, most of them died. But at that moment where they push it against the fence, I actually felt bad because she's like hobbled and she has, you know, poles in, in her chest and, and bleeding everywhere and she's bit and everything and scratched, like you said. But, you know, I feel bad for her. And then she gets dragged and she, you know, you can see her trying to claw for life, like trying to hold on to every last breath. And then she just, you know, as we assume, drowns, right? So I feel really bad for her. And she didn't ask to be created. And she was, and everybody treated her poorly. And she didn't know how to act, what to do, or anything. I mean, so, yeah. It, I hate. That's why I, I will fight anyone who says Jurassic is a monster movie. It's not. And a lot of people put that in the category of a monster movie. It's not a monster movie at all. It's a human piece, and a, a great human piece. And um, that's exactly what exactly what you said. I know I feel bad for that dinosaur too. Now even more so. Like now since you talked me through it, now I just feel even worse. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it it does like replicate a dog. You know, it, it's it's just wants to play fetch and just like you know a, a dog will take a toy and rip it and just like and shake it back and forth. And that's essentially what the Indominus was doing, you know? Maybe it was a little bit more lethal and stealthy and, and, you know, camouflage, obviously, all these weird traits. But, you know, it couldn't help it. That's just the way it was bred, the way it was taught, essentially. And, and they she had to fend kinda, for herself. They kept kind of making it come across as, like, a dehumanized version of a dinosaur, if, that, if that's a thing. As in, it would it's like a killing machine, and it has no remorse or regret or anything and just kill anything not to eat it and such just to kill it and i always thought of it that way but now that we're having this discussion i'm like well maybe maybe not maybe it was just trying to figure out like what it was doing and figure just figure it out because it, it really didn't know anything didn't know any better yeah. so yeah and in the right circumstance it might not have been like that I know if you if you just sometimes if you let your dog out in the backyard it comes back with like a, a dead rabbit or a dead squirrel or something that you know you're like no what did you do oh I feel you didn't know any better you, you know like you just it's one of those things that just happens and that's how this 
animal was brought up and unfortunately you know it didn't work out for her and and we had to see it happen that way you know because nobody wanted to see the rex die nobody wanted to see blue die or any of the humans or you know some of the humans um so that's just the way it was and yeah i think a lot of people feel the same way uh those at least that like enjoyed the movie there's a lot that don't so but yeah hopefully we cover that one for you carl oh but i love that question yeah, it is good. And that's those are the questions that more people need to be asking about all these movies. Like The Lost World is more about parenting. There's so much of a parenting storyline in that. And that seems like strictly like a monster movie, especially if you take in, you know, the stuff at the end. It's it's like Godzilla, you know, like that's what the movie is. It goes to San Diego, rampages and but it's not. It's it's about parenting. And you know, the movie starts with Ian Malcolm being the parent having the parenting issues moves on to these rexes having parenting issues at one point the stegosauruses are having parenting issues trying to protect their baby so there's all these instances in that movie specifically that are beneath the surface that people just forget to analyze same with jurassic world and uh i think more people need to to look at those facts you know yeah it's more than a monster movie that's for sure yeah yeah um, next one here from our website, our contributor friend, Aaron Beyer. He asks, uh, is there any new dinosaur you're hoping to see in Fallen Kingdom? What new dinosaur would make all your Jurassic dreams come true? You have any, Jen? Well, just like we got done saying, it's never really, in my opinion, anyway, it's not about the dinosaurs for me. <laughs> it's about what people do with them like what like the the human nature behind it and the choices people make and the morality questions and just the different issues from a people human peace standpoint so the dinosaurs in my opinion i mean they're great and all but they're just a, a catalyst to the people so i don't really have a preference i don't care what dinosaurs they put in i know that's blasphemy just as much as me not saying lost world but i don't i don't care i'll whatever dinosaurs they put in i'm fine with and i don't I get it though. I, I I think you're right on because um, it, it it needs to be more about the the human interactions and the story and the plot. You know, there's not a ton of plot you can take care of with just dinosaurs wreaking havoc. Um, so I and I, I personally don't want it to be about like sort of like the Indominus or the um, I mean the Jurassic Park three was slightly different. It, uh, I guess it's in line with Jurassic World to be honest. Like. The way it had the big villain, the Indominus and the Spinosaurus, and then there was also the Raptor plot lines. Um, I just really, I don't want like the big bad, you know. I don't want that to happen. I'd rather it be a mix of different dinosaurs, different stories with all these different dinosaurs. Um, I'd, I'd really love to see the Brachiosaurus again. You know, we didn't get it um, in Jurassic World. We got the Apatosaurus, but that's uh, that's one I want to see again. Um, I'm not like. I'm not like super knowledgeable on all kinds of different species of dinosaurs. Um, anything I would like? Let me, I'm I'm just looking at my toys right now. <laughs> Let's see. No, you know I've got my fill of like all these. I just want to see more Brachiosaurus. I think that's about no it. But yeah, yeah, that's that's my pick because, you know, we've gotten plenty of all the other ones. So and. I don't know. I want to see this baby raptor. I, I want to see more of that. <laughs> Whether it's blue or not, I want to see more. Yeah, I'll take anything as long as it um, makes sense with the plot line of the people. Yeah, I and think, their I think motivation that needs to come first. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and uh, I mean, do we consider Jeff Goldblum a dinosaur at this point? He's he's getting up there in age, right? He's he's the old guy <laughs> of the crew. I mean, does he is he count? I mean, oh man. Uh, sorry, Jeff. I hope you're you're listening surely right now because this is your favorite segment. So sorry, I mean, dude. Yeah. We'll we'll talk. Jeff to you next is my neighbor. Na- Jeff is practically my neighbor, so yeah, he he listens <laughs> to this. <laughs> All right, let's move on here. Uh, another great uh, voicemail here. This is Veronica. Yay. Hey, guys. Brad and Jen. Um, it's me, Veronica. I like how I had to think about that. Because <laughs> I'm driving and I'm on my way to school, so I'm, like, multitasking at the same time. But anyways, you know, I was just thinking as I called you, like, wouldn't it be funny if you just actually answer? I think I'd get, like, really nervous and be like, oh, hey. <laughs> okay, anyways, back to my point. Um, So, sorry if you hear honking. People are rude out. Okay, but anyways, um, I wanted to call and talk about, well, of course, you know, Jurassic Park. Like, who, who doesn't get tired really? of talking about it? <laughs> um, I was actually reading this book. Uh, called the Dresden Files. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. And in one of the books, they actually reference Jurassic Park, and there's, like, a dinosaur involved. Anyways, um, I thought that was really cool, and what I wanted to get from that is that, like, it's pretty awesome to see how relevant Jurassic Park and pop culture is. Like, it has been known for years and years and years and like it's just it's such a timeless classic you know what I mean like in in all of my film classes and all of these other things uh documentaries Jurassic Park is like a movie that it's it's so well made that it just holds so strongly throughout years to come and I just like find that fascinating and awesome and like um and i just wanted to share that with you guys you know like it's just like i keep saying like a lot i'm sorry um (laughs) it's just really cool you know for a movie that was based off a book to create this universe and this wonderfulness it's really really awesome um i think that's pretty much all i have for you guys i know this is like really short but i just wanted to talk to you guys about that and get your thoughts on that like you know um where else have you seen jurassic park references like you know all of the background things that go into it the set the director the storyline everything you know like i just i want you know i just love hearing you guys talk about it even if we don't really get to our point or if we don't even have a point i love it (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, guys, so I just wanted to wish you a happy holidays and a Merry Christmas, and I will talk to you guys next year. Bye. Uh, oh, my gosh, that just killed me. Next year? See Holy you in crap. 2018. <laughs> what on earth? I didn't even think of that. Oh, my gosh. What? Where? What is happening? That is, uh, okay. yeah, she likes to just hear us ramble. So let's not even talk about her question. Let's talk about something else. You got anything? Where did 2017 go? <laughs> No, I love I love this point that she brings up. Um, uh, it's it's so relevant. Like everywhere you turn, Jurassic Park is somewhere. And uh, I was listening to a podcast today, 
And, uh, you know, there's a Steven Spielberg movie coming up soon. I don't know when, uh, called The Post. Um, yeah, on Christmas. I just Christmas? heard it on the radio yesterday. Okay. So, yeah, that's coming up, which is making people talk about Steven Spielberg and, and what's his greatest movies, blah, 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 all that stuff. And every time, without a doubt, if there's, like, I was listening to a podcast. There was three people. I think two or three have uh, had their, uh, sorry, had Jurassic Park on their list. And it just it just comes up everywhere. I listen to other podcasts that talk that have nothing to do with Jurassic Park, like this one. This one that's like a science show that I listen to. They talk about different science news stories. And if there's anything about cloning, you better bet Jurassic Park's coming up in discussion somehow. Um, and just random people will reference it, whether it's quoting like you know anything from the movies, hold on to your butts, like stuff like that. It's just so relevant to everyday life. Um, there's constant discussion about Jeff Goldblum, you know, <laughs> he's, he's, he's out there all the time. And especially with, um, you know, the gifts on Twitter and whatnot, like you always see, you know, if, especially if like, um, somebody's making like a poor choice in pop culture or in the media somewhere, you bet there's going to be uh, a gif of, of Ian Malcolm, you know, uh, in there somewhere, there's always something funny going on like that. And, I think it's just super relevant and it's always on somebody's mind. I don't know why. I guess just because it's so great and probably because they're listening to this all the time and they just can't <laughs> stop thinking about it, obviously. Well, yeah. And I'm just really glad it is like that because it could have fell by the wayside. And even though it's Steven Spielberg, yes, and it had a sequel, yes. But still, I mean, things fall away if they're not stay relevant like that and I'm so glad it's still around and I'm so glad people are sticking to it and I mean and I was going to say because your science podcast there it, it does cover so many things I mean it was a marvel with the CGI animatronic mix so it mm -hmm. still holds up with that and I see a lot of movie reviews who review things nowadays and they still say back in 1993 Jurassic Park did it better like they yeah. still say that was that's the standard so it holds that for film industry, and then it holds the science thoughts, because then because the book I'm guessing Michael Crichton's book really covered the science of the park and the dinosaurs oh, yeah. and such. So mm -hmm. that um, that's important. That science people reference that, and then just Jeff Goldblum is a whole monster on his own with that. So so yeah, I mean I love that it's relevant. I love that it's still around, and you see it everywhere. And I know, I, I love ER, that's my favorite thing ever, and that's a Michael Crichton show, and so whenever I watched any documentaries, and they still make them once in a while for that show, because it's been it's been so many years by now that they're doing reunions and all this stuff, and they still say Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park and that, because that's his thing, and, and it had a lot of influence of how ER started, so that is even a big deal, so it's everywhere, and I love that it's everywhere, I, I want to see it everywhere all the time. I know. I, I, you know, I watch movies, other movies, and I see them referencing, like, I, I don't know why. I, I just had, was in the mood to watch this movie, a uh, super old movie, I think, uh, like, 1996, not as old as Jurassic Park, but it was, like, an alien movie, The Arrival. It's, like, pretty bad, but, like, I just loved watching it when I was a kid, and I watched it, like, last night, and I'm like, oh, my God, they're trying to reference Jurassic Park so much, it's ridiculous. Like, and even the, the aliens that are in that movie screech like raptors. Um, if you watch Avatar, the, the, the raptor, uh, the, not the raptors, the, like horses make raptor noises. There's like monsters in the woods that make rap, uh, dinosaur, like T-Rex noises or something. 
Um, so like the sound effects are super relevant to any kind of like monster movie. Um, I've seen like top 10 lists of like, I know you're not going to agree, favorite monsters and like, you know, the Rex or something will be on there or Raptor or something. Um, anytime you're talking about a score, you know, Jurassic Park is always on that list. I just thought of that. Yes. Anytime the radio, they do these top, top five theme songs, movie scores, blah, blah, and Jurassic's always on there. Yeah. Yes. And then the, 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 Will, the concerts, the John Williams concerts around, they do that still. They include that. So yeah. Do, yeah. That's true. It's, I just don't, I mean, I get it. I, I get it, but like, I don't because we, we see it every day, but like other people that don't even care about the movies really are still referencing it. It's so funny. And it uh, hits every, it hits every mark. You got the music, you got the, um, the innovation and Jeff Goldblum and like, just, you have the whole, it hits every mark that people would be interested in somewhere, yeah. science everywhere. And, and I mean, look, honestly, there really hasn't been like a true dinosaur movie since, you know? So, I mean, there has been dinosaur movies here and there, but like nobody cares about anything other than the Jurassic brand. And, you know, whether it's the font choice or, you know, anything, it's, it's all about that brand and you won't see any other series come close. No, because they did it the best. They, yeah. they did it right. They did it the best. All right. So thank you, Veronica. And we'll see you in uh, 2018. And you better have a dinosaur, you know, oh roar. God. You, you got to have it too. I mean, whether you're driving or not or in class or something, just roar. Get everybody to roar. And maybe I'll pick up that. <laughs> maybe I'll pick up and you'll be like, hey, uh, hey, what's uh, going on? Hey, no, I, I won't. I won't do that to you. Um, but, you know, I was I, – I, put it out there to um amy and veronica i said like they need to start their own segment like oh yes how awesome would that be well what would, what would it be on i don't know i don't know anything it, they wanted awesome. to anything oh they're they're both i love them they're both so nice <laughs> um all right so the next one here is an email from michael he says, hi there. Love listening to you guys. The mailbag is such a fun segment. Wanted to add my two cents to a question from last month. If I could own any uh, item slash prop from the series, it would totally be the Raptor Resonating Chamber from Part 3. How cool would it be to see if it affected modern animals or just to use it to annoy friends? <laughs> also wanted to contribute a new question. So here it is. If you could rename the series something other than Jurassic Park, what would it be? Uh, there, that's that's uh, email from Michael. Um, that's awesome, man. That, that's a that's a good one to pick. You know, that thought did cross my mind. The the resonating chamber, making that crazy noise that Grant makes. You know, the screech and the. the you know, it said that was just me blowing into my hand. You don't Didn't even sound... need it. Look, you got it fine. You I know. Yeah, true. Yeah, I don't need it. And today it would be so easy to just 3D print that. Like I could do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that would be a really good one. And just to like, it would be interesting to see if animals like take note of it. That would actually kind of be interesting because, you know, there's all these like duck calls or, you know, dog whistles and things like that. So that would be interesting to see if it uh, if it worked. Um, let's see. Yeah, what was I didn't this question? That. Yeah. Um, and renaming the series something other than Jurassic Park. Do you have any ideas? Ooh, that's hard. What else could you possibly name it? I don't know. I've never, I mean, I've, I've heard people like say like Cretaceous Park or, you know, stuff like that because mm -hmm. technically a lot of these dinosaurs didn't live in the Jurassic era. Um, I yeah. don't know. Wow. I think it's perfect the way it is. You know, like, I don't care that they didn't live in that time frame. 
Jurassic just has like a nice ring to it. And maybe it's because like that's all we know. But I just love that so much. I mean, I guess you could, I don't know, like something just simple yeah. like Nublar. Uh, it doesn't really ring as well. It doesn't sound as good. Yeah. I'm not good at this on yeah. the fly. <laughs> even if it wasn't a park, like you could take park out, but then Jurassic. Come yeah. see the new movie, Jurassic. And that's it. Like, I mean, I guess that would work. That would probably work. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's a really, really hard. I'd like to hear if anyone has any suggestions or ideas because I don't know. I don't really have one. Yeah. I mean, I we always see like variations on different titles. And like before Fallen Kingdom was a title, we were always like hearing people say like different versions, like the Lost Park, Jurassic World, stuff like that. Um, which I never was like on board with that. I thought that was not a good title, but man, I don't know. I think Jurassic yeah. Park's perfect. Yeah, I don't know. I I got nothing. I'd love to hear other people's opinions if they got one because I got nothing. I would name it Island of Dinosaurs. <laughs> Dinosaur Island. Island. How about just Dinosaur like... Island? That's okay. already a thing. That's like been a thing sixteen hundred times oh. already. So playing it like Jurassic Island, then. But that's like we could have that. That could actually be a thing, which would would have had to have been back then, I guess, because now they're like. Probably not going to do that. Um, yeah. Kingdom. No. Uh, we, we have Fallen Kingdom. Maybe Kingdom could be used somehow. Dinosaur Kingdom or something like that. Yeah, that sounds cheesy. It does. They all do. I mean, Jurassic Park doesn't sound cheesy to me, but I've known no. it for so long. So It might be cheesy. Like if we never heard it before and they were trying to name it, a dinosaur movie and they said Jurassic Park is a choice would be like ah oh, that sounds stupid so I don't know it's so ingrained in us that we can't really see past that yeah I know I can't see past and I have a hard time coming up with anything else yeah I you know he he said that question but he didn't like respond with one that he wants to see so because there is no answer there, here. there is none yeah <laughs> Michael next next month in, or next year you write oh. back Tell us what you think or hit us up on Twitter or something like that. Because, uh, I, I, yeah, I'm curious. I want to find out more. Like, yeah, it would be interesting to have people call in, give their dinosaur impression, and then also tell us what, <laughs> what they'd name the, the movie. <laughs> That's a um, requirement now. Yeah. So many, so many requirements just to call in. Make it hard for everybody. <laughs> Nobody will want to call in next month. <laughs> um, let's move on here. We have the last one. This is the last thing. Uh, yeah, we got everybody there. So let's hit this uh, voicemail from Carter from the Lost World. Hey, Brad, this is Carter from the Lost World. Just wanted to give the voicemail a call about today, the little, I don't know if it was a leaked teaser for a trailer came out today. But I uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on this whole thing that it came out and now they're pulling it back. And I hear a lot of people are see a lot of people on Twitter saying that because of Infinity War or whatnot, the next Marvel movie coming out, that they're holding back on releasing this. Um, I don't understand what that has to do with anything. Uh, to me, we're getting two good trailers, so I don't see how one would cancel out the other. Um, but I just want to get your thoughts on that to see exactly why they would do that because of Infinity War. 
Well, anyways, yeah, I thought it was pretty hectic. I guess maybe by the time we discuss this on the podcast, we'll have some better answers. But I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Also, I just wanted to say um, for Extinction Level, whoever casted Jennifer to play Sarah Harding, that's awesome. All right, well, (laughs) you have a great podcast, and uh, I just want to say thanks for putting out all the material. And I'm pretty sure you're going to get busy the next couple of months. And with the teaser supposed to come out, I think it's still scheduled. The trailer is still scheduled, at least, to come out during the Star Wars movie. So I'm sure you guys will get pretty busy. All right. Thanks for the listen. Bye. All right. We got some straightening out to do here. (laughs) We got some timelines to fix. Yeah. Yeah. It it was tough to understand. I saw this rumor. The rumor, the thing he just said, I, I saw that rumor by one person and it blew my mind because no way did Jurassic change their release date because of Infinity War. I don't know where that came from, but no, that did not yeah. happen. It was never planned for this week, ever. They, Infinity War was supposed to be thir- this Thursday here coming up, and then that teaser got released by mistake on this past Sunday and it was meant for next Sunday but it got released this this past Sunday this is all we messed up because we're not even recording and this yeah but anyway this past Sunday and um then the Infinity War people saw oh no there's gonna be Jurassic trailer on Thursday when we were supposed to release and so they moved it back a day and Jurassic was always supposed to be December 7th that was never in question it's just that that teaser came out a week early by mistake and threw everybody off yeah including the infinity war people (laughs) i know that's the funniest part because like they were very hyped about like teasing that trailer which they've done a great job like at marketing that trailer and and like it's so weird that we're in this age where you have to hype a trailer release like that's so crazy that that that's where we live now. You know, that's the thing that you have to do. Like they put out the Infinity War people, the Marvel people put out like, which is would probably never happened for Jurassic, but an awesome like fan inspired trailer like for the trailer, like showing all their reactions to the previous trailers, um, the excitement of the fans, stuff like that. It was it was it was really awesome. It was very moving. It showed clips from the movies and like how excited people were to see this, like all the past trailers. That that's not going to happen this time. It, it just I don't know. They just don't do that for us. But for yeah, for Infinity War to to debut the day we're recording this right now, which is Wednesday. Um, what is it? To, what is today? Twenty ninth. Twenty ninth. Yeah. So. They released the Infinity War trailer, but was supposed to be tomorrow on Thursday, because initially they had like teased the trailer with a, th- a number three, and then it was supposed to be two, one, and then the day, which would have been Thursday. Yeah. But then I guess they got spooked, right? They're yeah, like, I, should, I guess I should have done. I should have done my explanation with dates instead of Sunday. So let me try it one more time. So <laughs> the Jurassic tr- teaser trailer accidentally came out on Sunday, November twenty sixth. And the Infinity War trailer was supposed to come out November 30th. Now, because this teaser trailer came out November 26th for Jurassic, implying that the main trailer was also going to come out on November 30th, Infinity War freaked out and went a day before, which would be the 29th. However, that teaser trailer was originally supposed to come out on November 3rd, the following Sunday, been prepped for the trailer on the 7th, which is still going to be on the 7th. So Universal came in and retracted that 
teaser trailer, but Infinity War already freaked out and released the day before. But <laughs> we're going to still get teasers this Sunday, um, November 3rd. Uh, December 3rd, sorry. December 3rd. <laughs> <laughs> We're start over, get start over. Go, teasers go. for December 3rd. <laughs> and the trailer's still coming out December 7th. So Jurassic didn't change anything except somebody made Messed a mistake up. by releasing it a week earlier. And thus Infinity War got released a day earlier. Which There's your timeline. Which blows my mind. I, I can't believe that that's something that happened. Like that Infinity, you know, Marvel was spooked with Avengers, which is one of the biggest movie franchises there is. And especially with the fin- Infinity War. Like that movie is hyped way more than any marvel movie i've ever seen so honestly i don't i think i think infinity war is going to take the summer next year i think it's going to beat jurassic in terms of box office i know it's kind of blasphemy probably but i think that's probably what's going to happen um i don't know i don't know i mean the fact they're right the fact that they were spooked by it it's actually awesome. It, it is, it's, yeah. It's pretty awesome. It is really crazy, and I just I never would have expected that. You know, it almost looks like Jurassic was spooked. Like, that's that's the way I would have seen it play out. If they did just so happen to book on the same day, like, I would have assumed, like, oh, Jurassic's like, oh, no, we got to get out of here. Infinity War, people are going to go crazy. And he does have a point in, the, in his voicemail here, like, or I don't know if he said this or not exactly, but Infinity War and Jurassic on the same day, um, the main reason they wouldn't do that is because they don't want their attention split. Like I said earlier in the episode, that people are, are dumb. You know, we're all dumb humans, and we'll forget. And we'll, vis- uh, we'll visit one trailer and then go look at the other one, and we'll forget, you know, whichever one looked greatest is going to stick in our head. And they don't want that happening. They want you to, to see one, you know, forget about it, and then see the other one, you know, a week later or whenever it is. And obviously, yeah, we're not totally going to forget most of us. I mean, they're going to play in front of big movies still coming up for the next six months. You know, these movies are going to play. So, yeah, we're not totally going to forget, but they just don't want that to happen on the same day. Every trailer wants to get the most amount of views. You know, they want to at least be able to say, like, this trailer had the biggest amount of views, and they're not going to have that if they release on the same day. It does make me a little sad because that people are seeing it as Jurassic is retracting their idea, their yeah. trailer day, which isn't true. It was it was never planned for the 30th. It was always December 7th, always. And I, I get it. If you're not in, you don't know that and you're in and whatever. But it, it does make it look that way, I guess, to the outside. And that makes me sad because Jurassic wasn't fearful. They, they had their week and the Infinity War had its week, and that's how it was planned. But I like that Infinity War was afraid of Jurassic. I like that. I like um, Colin Trevorrow's tweet here. It says, uh, FCC regulations against dropping two Chris Pratt trailers in one week. Our hands are tied. (laughs) That's really funny. I I found that pretty funny. um, Because somebody asked him, like, hey, what's going on? When are we getting that trailer? Um, But, you know, it, it it was very upsetting because we were all so hyped. And we all kind of heard that it was going to be in December 7th, you know, or whatever. But, you know, it was like, oh, wow, well, I guess we're wrong. It's going to come yeah, a week a early. Surprise. But, you know, and especially with that, that teaser that came out, which has been pulled, like uh, Universal. I almost, I almost said Marvel. Universal's, <laughs> like, trying – they actually took it down from my page. They took it down from a lot of people's pages. Yeah. Um, so – 
Yeah, I mean, it got released early. That that video, a lot of people have been questioning that video. I've seen it on like Reddit and Twitter. People are like, oh no, that that video is fake. It wasn't. That was a real video. That was legit. That was yeah. their teaser. Um, yep. But I don't know. I don't know what we'll see on Sunday. Hopefully something t- a tad bit more. That would be nice. I mean, now they're kind of stuck. They can't release the same thing <laughs> now that they planned. Seems. Here's this thing you already saw. <laughs> yeah, so maybe they're going to put something else in there. Maybe we'll get stills or like maybe we'll get something extra. Now. Yeah, I hope it's a little bit extra. I hope it's like at least something. And I mean, to be honest, the whole Raptor and Pratt, Chris Pratt like video was very odd. Like I just I just don't understand it. I mean, I guess it's it's the hype, the movie and stuff. But with no context to that that video, just say like, from our yeah. family to yours, it's just like what? Okay, okay, sure. I'll, I mean, I'll watch it, but why? Yeah, could, I, I, I want to discuss that really because I, I didn't really get to. Um, so, is they going to be doing a little bit of videos like that throughout now, which is different characters or different pieces? Because it was weird. It, it yeah. was odd, and everyone freaked out. And I'm like, that's great, but it's a little... I don't know. But I agree with you. It's, it's a little odd. It didn't even have Jurassic on it. And it, was it a clip or <laughs> promotional material? It was a bit odd. I, I know. And I don't well, know. Well, we, we've learned now that it is... Uh, v- uh, v- why do I keep saying that? I said it on the news last week. VHS. <laughs> it's not a VHS. Why do I keep saying that? VFX. <laughs> It's because I'm too old. I'm too old. <laughs> I'm still in VHS days. Um, it, it was, you know, CGI. So, I mean, whether there was some sort of practicality there, there could have been, but it was definitely CGI. Um, so that's out of the question. But also, yeah, there was. it was just like handheld. Chris Pratt actually like looked and felt like he was reacting cutely like he's like laughing to it he's like and and like it just felt real it felt like legit it felt like like to me when i first saw it i thought he's being introduced to this thing this puppet for the first time and this is his actual legit you know reaction because we've there was one point earlier in the year where i think colin trevorrow released it it was like inception in a way because i think bayona released a picture and then colin released a video of that picture you know like so colin did that already he like released like a behind the scenes video so i thought oh he's doing it again right that's what it seemed like so i don't know i mean it's very odd and it doesn't seem like something we typically get in these movies like a very crisp and clean high def replay video of something that happened previously and the whole costuming issue is weird Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it, I guess. Why don't we have any any character pictures? Like, why would we get that odd little thing before know. any character, anything? Theoretically, we haven't seen anything except the little girl. Yeah. And the and, poster. And, and that might even not, like, work out the same way. Who knows how that's going to work out. But I, I don't know. It's so strange that we haven't gotten anything. And, I mean, look, Infinity I mean, War comes out in May of 2018. So they're just typing up their stuff now. If we're getting this at the same time, we're a month ahead of schedule. You know, like, uh, you know, they just released a full spread of, like, you know, every superhero in one of the magazines. I forget what magazine. Empire, maybe. Um, oh, was it? Um, no, but I know what you mean. Yeah, I forget what magazine. But there was, like, a full spread of every superhero. Now the trailer's coming out. So I guess we're a little, like, ahead of schedule in a way because we're getting a trailer at the same time, essentially. So... 
I don't know. Well, weird. I just it's weird want right now. that. I just want proof that Claire is in the film and all her stuff isn't deleted <laughs> oh, because so far there has been no proof. I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. don't know if they're going to delete her stuff out and no idea. I just I, want that proof. That's I all I want. I've been hoping and praying that they go with a more Claire centric story here and a Claire like trailer and more of that. But the first thing we see here in, in film form, whether it's actually in the movie or not, <laughs> is is Chris Pratt again. So who knows? I know. It's a losing battle. Yeah, but we have another hour down, another, you know, Jurassic mailbag here for December, our last, which is crazy, of 2017. How is that possible? I don't know. And the last one before the trailer. Next time we do a mailbag, the trailer will be in our heads. Yeah. Our eyes will have seen it. This is poorly timed because anybody that listens to this on, like, Thursday afternoon, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or whenever – you know, after Thursday, people are going to be like, these oh, people yeah. are so dumb. What are they talking about? Duh. We all know what the trailer is. <laughs> <laughs> we know what dinosaurs are going to be ex- in it, guys. That's exactly what they're going to say yeah. in that way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. they're going to be a bunch of like brute, you know, jocks that are all like, good, good, duh. I don't know. I don't know why a bunch of dumb brute jocks are listening, but hey, more <laughs> listeners. Why not? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, Jen, uh, why don't we uh, get out of here? Where can everybody find you? Um, you can find me at Jennifer underscore Lynn 89 and at uh, Bryce Dallas Howard Network at BDH Network, which I am revamping the entire brand. So Ooh. get ready. It's going to be exciting. That's awesome. Uh, totally, totally cha- changing the domain, changing the website, going full width, responsive 2017 layout. No more. <laughs> fan site old three column stuff no this is gonna be responsive animated moving cool very awesome so we're working on that and then i just did my first project with bryce like official bryce team project happened yeah so that's exciting so things are going on at the bryce (laughs) dallas howard network i think hopefully finally you're staying busy as always and i uh i can't wait to see what happens next uh and, you know, I don't know how we got through the December mailbag without mentioning, you know, what this mailbag is. And if it's if it resembles Santa's, you know, whatever bag, uh, I don't know. But somehow we made it through. Maybe it's like a little marble pouch today. Uh, OK. I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, we, we had a decent amount of questions. So somehow they fit all in there. But it's the stretchy pouch. It's the stretchy pouch. We'll see you guys all in the new year, and, and we'll have a, a ton more questions for everybody uh, and answers to, to all these crazy questions and ramblings that we all get through every time. So uh, we're going to have a lot right. to talk about in 2018, so let's keep it at that, and uh, you know, we'll talk again in, in, the, in the new year. Right. See you. Bye. Make sure to visit JurassicParkPodcast.com to find all our past episodes, brand new news articles, information on how to contact us, and much more. It's a great source for everything related to the podcast, and of course, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Head to JurassicParkPodcast.com and help us build a great community. Thanks for listening to the 127th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. Of course, a big thanks to Jennifer for joining me 
for another fantastic installment of the Jurassic Mailbag? I don't know. Was it fantastic? Well, at least it was wacky as ever. Hopefully you all don't mind the podcast falling apart at the beginning of every month with this mailbag segment. Uh, Jen, it's great. Don't worry, I love it so much. Uh, but if any of the uh, the amount of responses are any indication, then I think you're all loving it as much as we are. Thank you so much to everybody who wrote or called in. You're all the best, and I can't wait to hear from you and even more next month. Or 2018, actually. Man, that's ridiculous. And I can't believe my voice lasted this long, but I'm going to hand it off to my tried and true recording of me doing the outro. If you want to interact with us, we do most of our work over on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Jurassic Park Podcast. And our Instagram handle is at Jurassic Park Podcast. You can listen to us via iTunes, Google Play, Podomatic, YouTube, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So make sure to subscribe to automatically get new episodes every week. If you haven't already, please give us a five-star review in iTunes or a great review wherever you listen to the podcast. It will seriously help out our rankings and make it easier for fans like you to find us. We're usually spotted commenting on the Jurassic Park subreddit as Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to check out JurassicParkPodcast.com for all the links you heard here today. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us with any news stories, MP3s, comments, or if you want to debut a segment of your own, send them to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. Or you can submit questions directly on our website contact form. If you'd like to record something for the show, send it in to us and we'll feature it in an upcoming episode. If you don't have any way to record, you can give our voicemail line a call and leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening, and enjoy. No, I'm, I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now. <laughs>